Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. The Telegraph. The Telegraph. Podcasts. A lifeline for British businesses. Today I am making available an initial £330 billion of guarantees. A warning against all but essential travel out of the UK. We want to reduce the risk of leaving vulnerable British tourists or travellers stranded overseas. And coping with coronavirus anxiety. This is Coronavirus, the latest from The Telegraph. I'm Theodora Leloudis. The government will support businesses through the coronavirus crisis with loans worth £330 billion. The Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, said the package could go further if demand is greater and vowed to do whatever it takes to help the economy. Other measures include extending the business rates holiday to all businesses in the hospitality sector and funding grants of up to £25,000 for smaller businesses. Lizzie Burden is The Telegraph's economics correspondent. Well, it was clear who the Chancellor was modelling himself on today. He announced a raft of new measures on top of what he'd already promised in the budget to tackle the economic impact of the coronavirus. And he kept repeating that he'd do whatever it takes, which was exactly what the former European Central Bank President Mario Draghi had said when he intervened to stop the collapse of the euro back in 2012. So what was behind those three words? Well, Rishi Sunak announced £330 billion in guarantees for businesses, as well as a business rates holiday for a year for all businesses in the retail, hospitality and leisure sectors. And we know that they're really up against it because people are staying at home. So it's not for all businesses, as many people had hoped, but it will make a big difference there. The Chancellor also announced a new lending facility with the Bank of England. He said that businesses would be given attractive terms, but there wasn't much detail on what those terms would be or how businesses would be expected to pay back the loans, given that that many economists are now predicting a global recession. So the question is whether many of those businesses will even still be in existence to pay the loans back. But to put the package in perspective, Donald Trump this afternoon announced that his administration was going to go big with an $850 billion spending plan. And he said that he's even considering helicopter money, so putting $1,000 checks through people's letterboxes. But interestingly, as a share of GDP, Rishi's package is bigger than Donald's. So there are still some big questions for the Chancellor. What about employment support? What about renters? What about airlines and airports? But it seems that the answers are going to be drip, drip, dripped out at the daily press conferences over the coming days. It comes after the UK's chief scientific officer said he believes around 55,000 people in the UK now have COVID-19 and that Britain's measures are aimed at limiting UK deaths to 20,000 people. To put that into perspective, every year in seasonal flu, the number of deaths is thought to be about 8,000 excess deaths. So if we can get this down to numbers 20,000 and below, that's a, a good outcome in terms of where we would hope to get to with this outbreak. But I mean, it's still horrible. All non-urgent operations in England will be postponed from the 15th of April to free up NHS beds. 
Britons are being advised against non-essential travel to anywhere in the world as the crisis closes borders around the globe. Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab says the restrictions will be in place for at least 30 days. British nationals who decide that they still need to travel abroad should do so fully aware of the increased risks of doing so. And that obviously includes the risk that they may not be able to get home if travel restrictions are subsequently put in place that they hadn't anticipated. The Telegraph's consumer champion Katie Morley says the new announcement means people with holidays booked over the next month are more likely to get a refund. Foreign office advice is usually a trigger for airlines, travel agents and tour operators and insurance policies to pay out. However, travel insurance policies may vary from provider to provider and depending on your level of cover. You should check your policy terms carefully, visit company websites where there's likely to be information and bear in mind that they are likely to be swamped with calls and emails at the moment. So don't panic if you don't get an immediate response. Keep trying. In sport, big events have continued to fall by the wayside. The French Open has been postponed until September. And in football, we've had confirmation that this summer's European Championships will be postponed by a year and now take place in the summer of 2021 instead. Host of the Telegraph's Audio Football Club podcast, Tom Gibbs, has been following the story. The tournament was supposed to begin in June and it was going to take place in 12 cities across Europe, but UEFA hopes that moving it will create a gap in the schedule that lets domestic football leagues complete their seasons. But there's one sporting spectacular still clinging on for later this year, and it's the Tokyo Olympics, which are due to begin in July. Japan's Olympic minister Seiko Hashimoto says the Games will still go ahead as planned. A complete Olympics is what we are aiming for, said Hashimoto on Tuesday morning, and she clarified that she meant the Games will start on time with spectators in attendance. Now, this sounds hugely out of step with what we're hearing about lengths of time for lockdown and restrictions on foreign travel. Don't be surprised if we hear soon that the Olympics have also been postponed. While the official NHS advice page is full of helpful tips about keeping your body healthy as the outbreak continues, very little of it concerns your mental health. Social contact, as we all know, can be crucial when it comes to staying mentally well. But Britons are being urged to cut unnecessary socialising. Host of The Telegraph's Mad World podcast and mental health campaigner Bryony Gordon is among those concerned that mental health problems can feed on social isolation. Anxiety always blooms in times of uncertainty and of course there is great uncertainty at the moment but also you know one of the things we always say about mental health issues is that they thrive by isolating you by lying to you by telling you're a freak and that you're alone which is of course untrue so often the key to dealing with a mental health issue is connection it's connecting with other people and so obviously Obviously, what is being advised at the moment is very contrary to that. And, and, you know, it's very important to take your physical health seriously and to listen to the guidelines the government is stating. And while staying on top of the news is crucial for adhering to the latest advice, for many, it can exacerbate feelings of worry. So how can we stay up to date and mentally well? I put that question to doctor in counselling psychology, Shirin Shams. Trying to strike a balance between staying informed but also not developing a sense of obsession or fixation with keeping up with the news say several times a day is a mindful approach that we all would benefit from being aware of during this time and I think to find ways in which 
to spend your time that is fulfilling and meaningful will be important during times like this. And if that can be anything from reading or in, engaging in creative activities like like drawing or writing creatively or listening to music or dancing, watching films or meditating. Dr. Shirin Shams there saying that if you're struggling with the news at the moment, best to limit your exposure to once a day. It's almost as if you need a podcast that comes out daily. Cinema chains Odeon, Cineworld and Picturehouse are all shutting their UK screens as Britons are encouraged to stay at home. It probably comes as a good time in the podcast to tell you listeners that I'm also in self-isolation and I'm thinking of anyone else who's in the same boat. But while I'm spending my days producing a podcast about the coronavirus, I'd imagine that's not something we have in common, but correct me if I'm wrong. Some of you might be looking for some welcome distraction from the doom and gloom, perhaps a replacement for those cinema trips. So I asked The Telegraph's resident expert, our film critic Robbie Collin, for his top picks to watch while you're staying in. If you're looking to watch something uplifting right now, I'd recommend on Netflix uh, Richard Linklater's Boyhood, which is a beautiful and moving coming-of-age film shot over 12 years, in which you actually watch the cast age scene by scene. Meanwhile, on Amazon Prime, I don't think you can go wrong with Wild Rose, which is the story of an aspiring country singer, terrifically played by Jessie Buckley, who has to balance her dreams with her responsibilities. I think in the the weeks and perhaps months to come, film is going to become an incredibly important way to experience by proxy the things we can actually no longer do in real life for a bit. These are two terrific examples of that. And I I look forward to uh, providing some more in the future. I can attest to that. Boyhood really is a fantastic watch. Don't forget that if you have a question you'd like one of our journalists to answer, perhaps you want to know the best way to stay healthy without going outside, you want us to break down some jargon that you've been hearing around, then email me. It's coronaviruspodcast at telegraph.co.uk. This is Coronavirus, the latest from The Telegraph. I'm Theodora Leloudis, and I'll be back tomorrow evening with another update. In the meantime, head to telegraph.co.uk slash audio, where you can get a free 30-day subscription to The Telegraph online.